Elon Musk and Twitter strike a deal. We cover the biggest analyst calls of the day. GM announces an electric Corvette. Stagflation worries take hold globally. And we preview a massive earnings week. This is the Running With The Money briefing. Let's get into it. It's not a question of enough, pal. It's a zero-sum game. Somebody wins, somebody loses. I have been a rich man and I have been a poor man. What is up and welcome to another episode of the Running With The Money Briefing powered by Pounding The Table. I'm your host, Luke Danae, and we are back. I apologize for the last two days of last week. We were absent, but that will not become a common occurrence. Now, shifting into, of course, what in the world the market was up to today. Well, it was moving to the upside. In fact, it was a pretty impressive day when it comes to performance. We had the Dow Jones up 238, NASDAQ up 165, and S&P 500 up 24. And that is off of a pre-market that at one point had a Dow Jones down over 300 points. So if you take it really from the lows of the pre-market up into where we closed, it was a pretty solid day for the bulls. But shifting into sector by sector, group by group performance metrics, what we see is that communication services technology and consumer statistical led the way with communication services up 1.73%, number one performer on the day. Meanwhile, energy, basic materials, and utilities all moving to the downside. Energy, the worst performing sector on the day, down 3.03%. And we started to see a lot of those energy names, commodity names, start to roll over and move to the downside after large moves to the upside over the past few weeks. Now, shifting into the biggest headlines of the day, of course, we have to talk about really the only major headline of today, which was Elon Musk in Twitter coming to a deal. So Twitter's board has accepted an offer by billionaire Elon Musk to purchase Twitter, the social media giant. Now, what are the details of the deal? Elon Musk and partners will be purchasing Twitter for $54.20 per share, valuing the company at $44 billion. Now, Elon Musk has secured $25.5 billion in debt and margin loan financing and will provide about roughly $21 billion in equity to fund the deal, according to statements. Now, Twitter, they will be a private company once this deal is closed, and the price that this deal values the company at, or in essence, the share price that Twitter is being bought at is a 38% premium to that of the stock's close on April 1. Now, shifting into Elon Musk's statement shortly after news broke that Twitter and the man himself came to a deal, Elon went on to say, quote, free speech is the bedrock of launching functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. 
I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. So, it seems that Elon Musk is pleased with the news, and it'll be interesting to see what comes of Twitter in the coming weeks, months, and years ahead. Now, shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day, we had Mizuo reiterating Meta as a buy. The firm went on to say, quote, we recently did a round of checks on Facebook and or Meta advertising trends. Key points. One, the seasonal decline in first quarter 2022 is about 20% steeper than normal due to macro, continued challenges in iOS privacy, and mixed shift to IG Reels. Two, from a vertical perspective, we saw weakness in retail financials and autos that contributed nearly 60% of spending for these ad agencies. So Mizuho really seeing some issues there in the numbers, but not negative enough for them to downgrade the name. Mizuho reiterating Meta as a buy. Now, shifting into a call out of J.P. Morgan, reiterating Apple is overweight, the firm went on to say, quote, while our prior revision was driven by a modest haircut to both iPhone and services revenue, the latest revision is completely on account of preliminary smartphone data for C1Q22, which has tracked below expectations as per industry analyst estimates, partially offset by better-than-expected PC shipments, for C1Q22. So, JP Morgan reiterating Apple as overweight today. We also had Stifle reiterating Amazon as a buy on this beautiful Monday afternoon. The firm went on to say, quote, Our first quarter revenue estimates is in line with consensus while our estimate for operating income is slightly ahead and we expect online store sales growth to continue to decelerate in 1Q, down 2% year over year, against a difficult comp and likely impacted by shifting consumer shopping trends. So Stifle, reiterating Amazon as a buy, but seeing online store sales growth to continue to decelerate. We also had Raymond James today upgrading advanced micro devices to strong buy from outperform. The firm went on to say, quote, as we have become more concerned about cycle risk given potential for slowing consumer demand and elevated inventory levels at customers, we favor those semi-companies with strong secular drivers, more muted cyclical exposure, and attractive valuations for which AMD appears well-positioned. Raymond James liking advanced micro devices. Now, simultaneously, Raymond James also upgraded Marvell to outperform from market perform. The firm goes on to say, quote, as physical and macro factors drive concerns on the broader group, we took a fresh look at Marvell with an effort to identify both the sources of growth as well as the probability of that growth amid market uncertainty. So, Raymond James, liking what they see at Marvell, upgrading the name to outperform from market perform, 
after significant declines. And then finally, we had Morgan Stanley reiterating Palo Alto Networks as overweight today. The firm went on to say, quote, with a large installed base, strong secular positioning and cloud security and improving margins, we think Palo Alto Networks is poised to become the first $100 billion market cap name in cybersecurity within two years. Morgan Stanley bullish on Palo Alto Networks. Now, shifting away from the biggest analyst calls of the day, we had GM announcing the electric Corvette, or at least hinting at it. So, General Motors is saying that they will produce an electrified Chevy Corvette next year, and that is according to... To Mark Roos, GM president, he said that in an interview on Monday with CNBC. Here is exactly what he said, quote, we will have an electrified Corvette next year, so it's becoming very quick, and he told that to CNBC's Phil LeBlou. Now, he went on to say, quote, this is in addition to all of the great performance that Chevy and Corvette have been known for for many, many years with our internal combustion engines. Now, they did know that just because they're coming out with an electrified Corvette doesn't mean they're going to stop producing the current ones that are not electrified. They also said and have announced plans to exclusively sell electric vehicles by 2035. And GM, I just want to let you know, this was released and announced a while ago. But once again, GM, they are in the process of releasing 30 new electric vehicles globally by 2025 through a $35 billion investment in EVs and autonomous driving. Now, shifting away from GM's announcement, stagflation worries taking hold of global markets overnight. And we got some commentary per CNBC from Mohammed El Arian, who is the former co-CEO of investment giant Himco. Now, what did he have to say about stagflation? He said it's full-scale stagflation worries, referencing the sell-off in China overnight in this morning's deep red open. He goes on to say, quote, here's a simple way of thinking about it. What's going on? Last week was mainly about inflation, about the Fed being behind and the Fed being in the midst of a policy mistake. He continues and goes on to say, those concerns remain. And this week, we start with China bringing in additional growth concerns. And we are now having both growth and inflation concerns. That's why you're seeing not just the moves in the equity market, but you're seeing some peculiar moves in the FX market and in the bond market. Now, he continued on this point and shifted into the Federal Reserve and his thoughts. He says, quote, at this point, they have no choice but to raise 50 basis points. But it will mean the marketplace itself is going to have to revisit its very aggressive path of hikes that's being priced in and ask the question, does this make sense? So, Mohamed El Arian, a legendary economist that many people go to, for wisdom, well, it seems that he's a bit doubtful when it comes to the Fed's abilities, and he's also noting that a lot of the sell-side action you are seeing is based on stagflation fear. Now, shifting into the week, and we're going to finish the podcast on this note, this week we have many, many earnings, and tomorrow we have UPS, General Electric, Microsoft, Google, Visa, GM, 
and Chipotle all reporting some big names in there, specifically Microsoft and Google. You saw some pretty bullish flow in the options world coming across on Google here in the close today. So one to keep an eye on. Wednesday, we have Boeing, Spotify, Facebook, now known as Meta, PayPal, Ford, Qualcomm, and Pinterest all reporting some big time names there. And then on Thursday, we have Twitter, Caterpillar, Apple, Amazon, Roku, Southwestern, MasterCard, and so many other names. But really, the story of this week will be Fang. All these Fang names are reporting this week, and it will be interesting to see what numbers they deliver. Of course, there are fears that there is a growth slowdown in the works, and one name people are watching for that growth slowdown surprisingly, Apple and their lower-cost iPhone sales potentially slowing, which has been rumored as well as supply chain issues. But that is the show for today. I want to thank you all for listening. We will be back tomorrow to cover the biggest moments of the day and the biggest headlines of the morning, afternoon, and evening pertaining to the individual names and the general market. But until then, I want you to go give my boys a listen over at Pounding the Table. They are my fellow team members. They are good friends of mine, and they produce a phenomenal podcast. So go check that out at Pounding the Table on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. Also, please go and give me and my team a listen and follow at Running With The Money on Instagram and Facebook, or simply follow me on Twitter at Luke Donay. Until the next one, easily profit, trade on, and I will see you tomorrow.